everyone. Welcome to the first Korean Youth Podcast. I'm here today with Alex, who was a part of the Exodus team that joined us in the summer. Hi, Alex. How are you? Hi, Stephen. How are you? It's, it's, great, to, it's great to be on. Yeah, I've, I've said hello to you. I've just talked to you for like 20 minutes. You're very welcome to the podcast. You're our first mm-hmm. special guest uh, on the mm-hmm. podcast. You should feel uh, privileged. <laughs> Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Alex was a part of the Exodus team who um, came and served with us in the summer during Holy Bible Club football camp and crafts camp. Um, we, we had a great time. I, I don't know about you, Alex. How did you get on during the summer? No, I, I thought of the summer was fantastic. You know, the, the, the crowd we were with, we all all really enjoyed it. And it was, I just, I'd say, a time very well spent. There was absolutely no complaints whatsoever. What's it? That's great. That's great. We loved having you. Actually, I thought both teams coming together really going well. It was really great. But mm-hmm. for anyone who doesn't know who you are, he hasn't met you. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Who are you? All that. So, describe where I'm from. Sort of slightly complicated. I live in a town called Bambridge, which is about maybe sixty miles south of Korean. and I'm a second year student at Belfast Bible College which is just on the outskirts of Belfast. And I'm interning with Exodus in Lisbon this year. So I'm sort of all over the show. And I would go to a church called Street Presbyterian in Lurgan, which is like further away again. But, what, yeah. Why do you go to Hill Street in Lurgan when you're from Banbridge? What, what was that? It, it was sort of, sort of, again, like moving around a wee bit. My family originally, when it, my dad said the family when originally came from Oma, direction which is like far far west and then my grandma moved to Lurgan with with work commitments and they just stayed there from then and they then went to Hill Street for like 30 40 years really and very I still good. go today with my dad and my grandma very good very good um we have better feelings about Hill Street at first mm-hmm. Korea that like we've talked about a few minutes ago about two oh, yeah. three defeats in football matches we uh, are that's why we've got football on Tuesday now for our young people. We're just training them up. <laughs> That's all we're, we're preparing. We'll have to get another game um, to play against these guys to um, get our room back. But yeah, um, how are you finding interning at uh, Lisbon Exodus? What sort of commitments do you have with that? It's been very good so far. So I would do it sort of on a part-time basis. So I'd be down in the centre three days a week. And I suppose of what a week would look like, we would have on a Wednesday, we would have like a school drop-in for there's the Lisbon Centre is located in places like all the ones from all the ones from the high schools in the Lisbon area will walk past. And there's a lot of connections with the school friends in Lisbon. So there'll be maybe 30, 40 young people in on a Wednesday afternoon just just hanging out. And I'd be involved in like the alpha course as well in different schools. And then on a Friday, we would have this thing called Breakfast Club, where we'd serve pancakes and hot chocolate to the ones going to school on a Friday morning. And what it means, it means quite an early start on a Friday. But I think, I think it's been class this year, just getting to know people that I've maybe seen once or twice and like probably like getting, sitting down and talking to people. Like, for example, I was dropping there recently. There was a girl rocked up by herself in which is lower sect for upper sect. And we all as leaders individually get a chance just to chat there and just 
hear our story and tell our story and just sort of build relationships like that and sort of in a sense God using me to just to give back to young people I think it's, it's class fantastic that's great that's great um Alex we've been asking some uh, um, very difficult questions to some of our um, people on our podcast and the one that has gone down well has been if you could be any type of biscuit what type of biscuit would you be and why so what type of biscuit would you be I would say it might be uncommon but Jummy Dodger Ooh, I think they're two of the most unique answers we've ever received <laughs> for that. So very good. I'm just happy you didn't say chocolate digestive. All of our young people oh, just the, the standard. It's not, it's not unique enough. We want uh, we want the random one. So that's brilliant. That's great. That's great. Uh, what sort of things are you interested in? What are your hobbies or what sort of things do you get up to outside of interning and um, studying? Um, well, I'm big in the football. I'd be a, a Port of Ireland fan, as I might have already mentioned. And I would go to, I would go to games generally every week. And I'd be involved with like, the media, media there, helping out with the social media and different things. And I'd also be a Manchester City fan. So I'd be sort of just a team like I would watch on TV more so than I've found when you get involved with like a team going to see them every week. Watching a team win on TV is just so what? Yeah. I was supposed to be into fitness and reading, I suppose. Just looking at the, the shelves of books that I haven't, I haven't read yet. But <laughs> I, more than, I would say more in the collecting books and reading books, probably. Yeah, fair enough. But what is your favourite book? What's... Uh... Um, well, my sort of reading would be sort of theology based. I just read like different things about a good book was Deeper by Dean Ortland. was one I thought was class. And then it's sort of um, quite a few like biographies and autobiographies. Uh, two actually, I think of there's like a, a wrestler from like 15 years ago, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> I'm just reading his autobiography about like his Christian faith and stuff. People that maybe would have watched when you were younger and just seeing just how they lived the stuff that had like a suppose a niche interest in and also the uh, Formula One fan as well. Very good. Right. Who's your favourite of Formula One? Who do you follow? Uh, I'd say I'm a Ferrari fan, unfortunately. Okay. They're just uh, they're just an embarrassment on a weekly basis. <laughs> but they'll always they'll always get pulled but they'll find some way of losing the race. <laughs> very good very good very good um do you have any memories from the summer when you came to see us what what's your favorite memory from coming to first korea and making us um i would think i would sort of have two in my head one was sort of discussed earlier was there was a girl on our team called Kara Spigan, who she would be she would be a farmer to have pigs throughout the team sort of Talked about it sort of worked its way in conversation every now and then about about the pigs and so on. And then she met Alan Stein from First Korean, who's a farmer as well. 
I was just thought, looking forward, that, first Korean, yeah. <laughs> that first interaction, and I remember thinking northern farmer meets southern farmer. <laughs> they just kept talking about agriculture, like it was so fun. And, was it one of those sort of conversations you couldn't fully understand from either side? They could both fully call. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm not part of this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. And what was the other? Another one would be was sort of was just really I think the holiday Bible club in particular I personally really enjoyed. I'm just seeing how like kids like three and four years old just. Just the joy they have of like interacting with leaders and all the different games they play, and just seeing like the joy in their faces. I remember, can't remember who, who it was specifically, but it was, I think it was maybe Matthew McCon- M- Matthew's brother, Daniel. Yes, Matthew, Daniel, yeah. He was having like an argument with this girl who's calling the silly sausage, was it saying, No, you're a silly sausage. Just like innocent stuff like that, it was just so funny, and just the joy that was in that was just class. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, well, that leads us neatly probably on to um, what you were like maybe when you were younger and that sort of thing, and what what's what's your journey been like? Um, what's it been like? Um, when did you become a Christian? Um, those sort of things. Um, so I'd say sort of like my testimony is something's quite complicated. I would have grown up in a family that were Christians, but weren't really churchgoers in the sense. So there would have been like, I would have had occasional conversations about like life and like, I remember having like conversations with my dad about stuff like passing like funerals and stuff about like mortality of life that they were, although they were few and far between, they were still sort of very impactful in like how I grew up when I look back on it. But I'd sort of say up until I was about, 14, 15, I would have said I was always Christian, but never really had any, like, there was nothing that came from that. It was just like something I said I believed in. But I went to my uncle's funeral when I was 14, and he was somebody I'd, I'd never met before. So it was just like, I don't I don't know this person, but I'm still going to go. I still have to go, basically. But it was from that experience, I was just like, just experiencing God in, in that afternoon of just seeing like the people around me and how it was, it's obviously a funeral sad, but like the hope that they had that my uncle was called home to be of his Lord and Saviour was just something, I just sort of got that feeling from that day that right, I want to I want to get to know this God and who he is. And I suppose from that, it was sort of like a slow process from the sense of the tale, I was like seed that was planted. But I'd say it was only maybe two, three years ago when I sort of was still not really like I was a Christian, but maybe said I was, but living for myself and like living how I wanted. But it got to a point where sort of I was at a crossroads in a sense that I'd either have to compromise in the faith or pursue or pursue God in the sense of like what I was doing, like people I was hanging around with and in relationships as such. But I just got to find a right angle to reject all that and pursue God. And it sort of coincided with doing an activist team two years ago, not this year past, but the year before that. And just sort of getting involved with the, the SU in the school. And just sort of the experience I had from that first summer was class. 
I remember like we were around like a campfire up in Newcastle, which is like completely the opposite side of the world, like four in. <laughs> but some people like singing like worship music around the campfire was something I'd never really experienced before and just seeing like how emotional people were and just sort of feeling that sort of intense sort of emotion was just something that was class and saying like right Laura I want to live the rest of my life to serving you and that's sort of it's sort of been led the direction of going to Bible college and then it sort of coincided with then interning I, I volunteered quite a wee bit by Exodus in Lisbon last year just sort of like turning up and like ambient bins and so on just all like the the basic things but is this something that my sort of mindset was that I want to I want to live the rest of the rest of his life God's given me for for his glory and, and serving him and sort of thinking about maybe not be wrong if I go from a sense but like the time I'd wasted right much of my life just going through the motions in a sense so hmm. that would sum it up hmm. somewhat. that's great that's great um have you ever had any challenges in life, Alex? Is there anything that's, yeah, yeah. Um, that you've ever gone through? And how has God helped you through um, that challenge? Um, I remember the, the, the all sorts of different things. I'd say when I, my granddad passed away that year, I went to that funeral about a month or so later. And he was somebody like I was incredibly close to in the sense that I would have went there I went to games, like what are games going on like the bus to like County Fermanagh and stuff every week and just spending so much time with them and just sort of dealing with like the run on from that was something that was that was difficult, but it was sort of I recognised that God was working work working in it for for my good in the sense and I can look back on that sort of narrative that and just see where the growth came from that. And I suppose in terms of challenges, I would sort of Initially, it would have been my environment up until probably going to Bible college. It wasn't really, I didn't really surround myself with Christians. And sort of when you're in a non-Christian environment with non-Christian friends, you can you can say like, right, I'm going to evangelize these people and going to commit them all for Christ. But then when you're around, like say five, six people, they they'll use they'll sort of rub off on you in the sense, and they'll easily take you in the wrong direction and that was sort of a path I, a place I was about maybe two three years ago and it was further on from then as well but it was just sort of really new just moving away from those people was, was difficult but then I was sort of like going out and like trying to stand on your own two feet but it was sort of relying on God and that in the sense that I didn't have to do it I don't have to be around by myself when he's with me Great. Alex, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. We love having you and it's great to have you back involved with First Corey and your stuff. Um, you're very welcome at any time for in the north to come and join us and, and pop in. We'd love to see you. Um and um yeah, and um, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Um we really thank appreciate you. it. You're the first of what's gonna be hopefully a month of special guests. So November Ooh. is going to be a month of special guests, so we're um, we loved having you on to get that kicked off and get us started. So thank you for joining us um, you. on the podcast. Um, for-
for all of you listeners um thanks for listening this week and um, we're on every tuesday from now until christmas so check in with um every tuesday with all the stuff we're getting on with um we've got a special guest we'll not say who is gonna be on next week you have to wait and find out but um we're excited to get that on um let that unfold but anyway for now um thank you for joining us and see you all very soon thanks